This is a Federal News Network podcast. Federal employee unions suffered a big blow earlier this week. The U.S. Court of Appeals denied unions a chance to rehear their case against the president's executive orders on collective bargaining and official time. The unions and the Trump administration have been locked in a series of legal battles over these executive orders. This is going on for a year now. But they could soon end. And meanwhile, the Office of Personnel Management is out this week with new instructions for agencies to review and then update their performance management policies. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now in sorting this all out. Let's start with the court case. Tell us what the status is and what exactly the appeals court decided, Nicole. I'll back up a little bit further and say what the unions asked for, which was shortly after the appeals court overturned the federal district court's decision from August 2018, the unions came in and said, well, look, you only ruled on issues of jurisdiction You didn't actually talk about the merits of these executive orders. We would like you to rehear the case, and we want that to be uh, before a full appeals court, before it was just three judges that heard this case and decided to rule in favor of the Trump administration. So it's out of district court altogether. We're out of district court. We're We're in in the appeals court for the D.C. Circuit. Which said the uh, district court had no jurisdiction. Correct. We've got jurisdiction and got it. Okay. So... The unions put in that request for a rehearing, and the appeals court just the other day denied them the opportunity to rehash this all over again in another rehearing before a full appeals court. So now it appears that the appeals court needs to issue some sort of mandate in the coming days. I'm told that this would come down in the next couple of days, and that once that mandate kind of ending this whole case comes out, the appeals court could formally lift the injunction on the executive orders, meaning that the nine provisions that the district court first invalidated, they would become the lay of the land. Federal agencies could begin implementing them likely, you know, after more guidance and instructions from the Office of Personnel Management. But again, The injunction on these executive orders needs to be lifted. It's not yet at this point. But this most recent decision from the appeals court sets that up pretty closely here. Yeah. Otherwise, the court is sort of a black box because it said, all right, no jurisdiction there. So in effect, the orders stand, but it hasn't lifted the injunction. Right. Nobody knows when it's going to. I had heard the other day that it would be about seven days. So I think we can expect it Ah, soon. After that, that's the end of the line for the union. It appears the federal unions have said that they are discussing their options. I don't think we know yet exactly what those options might be. The Trump administration, however, believes that if unions have an issue with these executive orders, they need to take them case by case to the Federal Labor Relations Authority, which, as we know, doesn't have a general counsel that could really technically rule on any of these complaints at all. So that's kind of another ongoing black box, never-ending circle here. I think what we'll see is that the injunction will be lifted and agencies may begin to start implementing them. The unions may try through other individual avenues to pursue these, perhaps in different courts. We'll see. In the meantime, all they can do is maybe get out the Warren vote or something from their standpoint. Right. Well, I think you bring up a good point. These are executive orders. 
if we have another president in 2020, in theory, that new president could, uh, you know, revoke all of President Trump's executive orders and we might be in a different situation. That would happen before the wine glasses are cleared away from the inaugural balls if it happens. But who knows? And we're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco and this OPM guidance. So believe it or not, they are actually related. And they're related because there were three executive orders that the president put out, one on collective bargaining, one on official time, and then the other on trying to get employees fired or disciplined more quickly. And so what OPM did the other day was it reminded and instructed agencies that they actually have a deadline to review their performance management policies, review the procedures that they currently use to discipline employees, and to look at them and look for steps that are unnecessary, steps that are not required by the law. And I spoke with an OPM official about this and, you know, it was described to me, well, sometimes we see agencies give employees a performance improvement period and then another opportunity to improve their performance. Really only one is needed, at least according to the law. So that's what OPM is trying to get agencies to do. Look for these areas where maybe they've expanded on top of the law and trim them down to the procedures that are really required in the law. And that's what they want to see agencies do. I think unions are going to not be happy with this either because In many cases, they have negotiated some of those additional opportunities for employees to improve their performance in those collective bargaining negotiations. And so OPM has actually acknowledged, well, you're not going to be able to implement these immediately, especially if you have current bargaining agreements in place with some of these unions that have told you to do some of the things that we'd really like you to take out. Yeah, so they really want to move it to more discretion on the part of managers than something bargained at the contracts. For example, that second round of time in which you can improve if you're a non-performing or an underperforming employee. I think what OPM is trying to do here is say, look, we have heard the complaints over the years that the process to fire an employee, to discipline them, demote them, suspend them, et cetera, takes too long. And what OPM is doing within the bounds of their own regulations and within the bounds of the existing law is they're trying to look for ways that they can trim the process. And they also mentioned, OPM also mentioned, you know, we see feedback in the Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey that says that employees feel like they are not, poor performers are not disciplined or more quickly, you know, removed from the agency. They also cite studies from the Merit Systems Protection Board that says that managers have a tough time with this. What they did mention is that actually MSPB has found that it's an agency's culture that's really the barrier to often removing or disciplining employees. I'm not sure that OPM guidance is really going to address that specific factor. So none of this is really settled yet. Maybe in seven days the injunction will be lifted, but otherwise sounds like this is going to go back and forth for a long time. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. She's got lots of stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Make sure you check them out. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.